Welcome to the Relationship Gumbo Podcast, because better relationships need better ingredients. I'm your host, Derek Jones, and we're going to cover all of the topics you really care about through candid conversations about dating, relationships, and communication. So let's get started. So, welcome to the Relationship Gumbo live version of the podcast. And so tonight we are talking about qualifications, basic qualifications, and and they'll grow for you just to even be in a successful relationship. I'm talking about from the beginning stage, and then you're also going to have to maintain some things throughout, right? Sometimes we get lazy and comfortable and, and we start to slack a little bit on those things that we came into it with, right? So we're going to start small and then we're going to grow up. We're going to grow it a little bit, right? So first we're going to talk about the person who is pursuing, we'll say the man, right? This old school. I know we in 2020, so please forgive me if I don't talk about <laughs> what you identify as. We're talking about a man <laughs> pursuing a woman. So If the man is pursuing a woman and he knows that he's looking for someone that he could potentially settle down with, right? And you don't know that up front. You're just trying to get to know the person, but you're dating with a purpose, right? I know it's a foreign concept, so please forgive me, but this is is for the folks that want to do it the old school way. (laughs) So when you come into that situation, you got to think about and you got to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, Am I ready? And so what does ready mean to you? Does it mean that you are over, you know, some of the baggage that you had in the past? Hey, Jonathan Palmer, welcome, welcome, welcome. Jonathan Palmer from Facebook, Prentice Lawson from Facebook, um, chiming in. Glad to see my folks coming in. When you are looking in the mirror and you're saying, I'm going out on this date or I'm on date number five and I really like this person, am I qualified to even pursue something long-term? Do I have baggage or trauma, right? We talk about baggage, but we really talking about trauma, trauma from the past. Trauma could be from the present, right? It's probably some stuff still ongoing, people that you still latched into that you haven't closed that door, but you're still trying to move forward and date someone and you haven't closed the other doors. You know, one of those 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 special questions that people ask on the first date that that kind of have morphed into things. And now you have people asking the person, you know, normally you'll say, are you single? Are you married? Are you in a relationship? And then the new question is, is there someone in your life that thinks that you are <laughs> only dating them? Right. You have to be real specific with these questions because, you know, people will say, well, well, you didn't ask. So, you know, I didn't feel it was necessary to let you know because you didn't ask. So now these questions end up being a lot more specific. You don't have to ask a lot of them, but you got to ask ones that are very pertinent. Right. So now you're going in and you're like, okay, am I emotionally available to even put myself in this situation? Am I willing to take criticism when I have the arguments that's going to come later, right? Am I willing to to hear about myself and check myself? Or am I a super stubborn guy? Now, you know I'm not a person about absolutes. There's no one answer for everything. So there's some people out there <laughs> that like stubborn people. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> so you got to really look at who you are. 
Have you grown? Have you learned from the things that you've been through? And is that going to be an asset to the partnership that will eventually become your relationship? Is that an asset or do you still have some things to work on? Because it's just like when you go to a job interview and they ask for the resume and you going in there with a blank resume and you saying, give me that job. They don't know anything about you that would qualify you for the job. Doesn't mean you can't do it, but you don't, you're not showing anything. And then once, once upon a time, back in my younger days, I, I went on a job interview, you know, with the government is, you know, had my little suit and tie on and all that stuff. And the guy said, you know, I'm looking at your resume and everything looks great, but I'm getting a lot of these got hundreds of resumes. And, you know, they always ask you the question, why should I choose you? He didn't ask me that. What he says was, was I like everything I see, but what's going to make me hire you? Is even with the qualifications, are you somebody that I can work with? Somebody that's going to be a team player. Because there's a lot of people in here with better resumes than yours. But are you a good fit for, for, for this right here, for me? Because you got to work with me. And that's really how you have to really go into these scenarios. Is you could be amazing on paper. But are you a good fit for that situation that you're trying to get into? Or are you just trying to fit in there because you have some kind of, you know, void that you're trying to fill? Right. Got to think about that. You want to you want to be able to go in. And like I said before, nobody's perfect. But you got to go in with the basic tools. You got to be able to go in there and communicate and do all the stuff we talked about being emotionally available. Emotionally available is huge. Right. Are you ready to fall in love with somebody? Because when you don't go in knowing that you're ready for that, then you fall into these things that we call situationships. You one foot in and one foot out. And then when you start kind of teetering on that, I don't know if it's love, but I like a lot and all of that. And it's going on for months and months and months. And then you end up feeling trapped because you know you wasn't ready. So it serves you better. Because everybody that you're going to meet it's a different recipe that you're going to have to kind of fit into. Yes, pun intended. And even without the recipe, right, we can use this analogy. We can use this, this relationship gumbo. Even with a recipe that you know that you have to kind of fit into that, if you know that this, this meal is supposed to be warm, you know it's supposed to be warm, you know it's supposed to have a certain amount of seasonings, seasonings in it, right? And certain different ingredients that you're going to need for any type of gumbo, right? Because there's multiple different types, right? You know, you got to warm it up. So you got to come in warm. You got to come in knowing that that's part of it. So now no matter what type of situation you put yourself in, you got the basic knowledge of the steps that's supposed to go in it. If you go in blind, you don't know what you're going to end up with because you didn't even come in with the tools. So now we're talking about compromising, being able to compromise. We talked about that, right? And I'm going to really, really, really focus on this communication thing and how we interact with each other in the coming weeks. I think the month of February, I may make every show about different aspects of how we communicate with each other and the tools that we can use. Because a lot of us, like I say, a lot of us 
we don't we weren't um, endowed with those tools. We didn't have examples of what it's supposed to look like. So we're winging it like we could be 50 years old and still winging it because we still don't know what it you know how to maneuver. So. When you. Go into dating. When you're almost at the point where you're about to commit and lock it down. You always have to ask yourself because asking yourself, are you ready is for you. But it's also a fair assessment once you find out whether you are or aren't for the person that you're with. It's not fair to them to come in, <laughs> you know, on your Jason Voorhees trying to chop up stuff and kill the relationship and you don't even understand why you did it. And so we're going to go back to something that I talked about in a prior episode, which is when you make the assessment of whether you're ready or not, you may not be equipped with the knowledge of how to even calculate if you're ready or not. But here's one surefire way to know kind of where you are is to look at your behavior. Look at what you're doing every week and every month and how you're moving out here in these streets. What does that look like? Does that look like somebody that's ready or does it look like somebody that's trying to mask something else? Right. So kind of what that looks like is, you know, you, when you out here on some random, you know, and don't get it twisted. There's going to be people out here that says meet as many people as you want and date 300 people. At some point, you got to have a filter. Right. Let's be let's keep it. Keep it really real. At some point, you're going to have to have some kind of a discard mechanism where, you know, something just ain't right. You're not going to really just be out there willy nilly with everybody that wants the chance. Right. Because who I mean, maybe if you're like 18, but once you get a certain age, you got things to lose, like especially time. <laughs> so so you got to really make a concerted effort to have a filter. And once you have that filter, now you got to say, Am I moving, hopping from date to date in a way that somebody who wants to have something more or am I just playing with this thing? Am I out here ghosting everybody? Am I out here sleeping with everybody? That's that. Even though you think it's fun for a lot of people, that's damaged behavior. You're doing it to mask something else that you may not be aware of. And so when you look at your behavior, no matter what you think is going on up here, your behavior is the tell all tale. If you really look at it, if your behavior is. I'm sitting at home every day and I'm not engaging any human beings. That's behavior, too. That means you're not trying to get met. <laughs> so you got you got to look at your patterns to see if you're really ready to do this. And then on the other side of this, the person who is is the chase E, <laughs> as we talked about the chaser, the chase E hasn't know enough about themselves to have some realistic qualifiers for the applicant that's coming in for the position. Because a lot of people don't even know what that is. You know what your process is normally? Some of you, some of you guys, <laughs> they got to have a job in the car. And then it's it. And then it's like in a warm body. Let's go. That's it. And just don't be crazy. 
You got to know what you're willing to deal with and not deal with and not just fulfill a temporary need if and only if it is your goal to have something eventually that's more meaningful down the road. Like I said, I'm going to have a disclaimer for y'all be coming at me later. I'm not talking about the people that are happy playing around with 50 people at the same time. Not talking about y'all. I'm talking about the people that want to be in something a little bit more, I would say, monogamous, right? No shade to all the other types of relationships, but that's what we talk about today, right? I got to keep saying that because you know the era we're in, guys. So think about that. Think about who you are. A lot of us don't even know who we are. Got to sit down with yourself. Look at your behavior. And when you look at qualifications, like a lot of times we think, we could just do what I, how I always say, you know, like Amazon Prime. Like you think you you can just, you know, pay for the Prime service and you're going to get what you want in 24 hours or two days. You got to figure out exactly what that looks like before you can expect a return on your investment. Because <laughs> you invested some time on the dates and and, and you're, you're spending some emotional time at some point too. And that time matters. Who wants to waste it? I'm here to help you not waste time. <laughs> I'm here to I'm here to help you reclaim some future time that you're going to waste. That's my job. <laughs> you ever I this on some nerd stuff. There's a movie called with um Tom Cruise called Minority Report and they had a whole police force that arrested people based on crimes that they were going to commit in the future. <laughs> That's my job. I'm here to help you not commit those crimes 10 months from now. Self-evaluation is key. If you're the chaser or the chasey, you got to figure out who you are and what you want and what your qualifiers are. So that when that person comes in, I say this all the time, but it's so important. When you have qualifiers, realistic ones, that you know that that person has to meet, you have to stand by your list. If you do not, then you run the risk of somebody infiltrating based on your emotional need for something. We talked about this in, in the on the podcast. That dopamine <laughs> that gets you high because you want to be in love so bad and the list goes in the trash. You're setting yourself up for failure. It's some things that, that are deal breakers for you. You got to stand by that. And when that person comes in, it's your job to make sure that they're achieving those things. And that means asking them qualifier questions early. I'm going to say it again. Early, 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 early. Even on the first or the second date or on the first phone call. Get those questions in. And this is why when you get those questions in, because we know that there's people out here that are trained liars and manipulators and players and predators, you can't control them. But what you can do is establish what we talk about in, in, uh, in the IT field. You can establish a baseline. This is the floor of where everything that they say, you now have an answer to base a comparison against their behavior. And if they don't match, then you can call bullshit.
early. Let me say that again. Early. Once you get that in early, then you know what you're dealing with early. Because most people who are players, this is one of my old, old sayings, but you got to understand. A player can only operate freely with a person who has thrown away their list and put the emotion first. That's where a player lives, is with an emotionally unstable, desperate spirit that they can control. You can still be emotionally available, but still have your qualifiers in place. Once you do that, the person has to come in with a tight resume and they need to make sure that they answer those interview questions and then their behavior has to track to that. And yes, you could find someone who's really good at manipulation, but you always have that baseline and you got to hold yourself and that person accountable to that baseline. Oh, you said you wanted a long-term relationship, huh? So why are you out here acting like this? I got to go. That's your word. Right? But see, this is what emotional interactions sound like. Right? And I know you guys have heard this, especially you women. And, and, and for whatever reason, those relationship-minded people, the emotions kick in because you just want somebody there. This is what it sounds like. Let me know if this sounds familiar. I'm not really looking for anything right now. Let's just see what happens and we'll just play it by ear. And then what happens is, especially if you got those chemistry check boxes checked off and you're attracted to the person and you enjoy spending time with them and you on date number 30, you're a human being. You're going to catch feelings because you like the person. And then when that person decides that they want to act up and they want to disappear, they want to ghost you, they want to, you know, separate or do whatever, and then you get pissed because you gave up that time and that emotion. And y'all know what that person going to come back and say. I told you I didn't want anything in the first place. Y'all know, y'all know y'all done heard this. If you haven't heard that, all that is, it's an exit door that they give you on day one, just in case they got to roll later. It's a trap. Once again, I'm going to say this, and then we're going to get out of here in a minute. It's okay to play. Do you have fun? Play the field. But if you say I'm looking for a long-term relationship and I want to date with a purpose, then your behavior has to track to that. If it's not, then you're going to be doing a bunch of playing and situationing and, and, and hopping because you're living with no qualifiers. And the predators love people that don't have qualifiers. Male and female alike. 
And you know what the women do? And I'm going to say this. Not all women, because I don't want y'all coming for me. All they got to do is show you a little, little, and a little thigh, and then we go dumb. Now our qualifiers out the window too. <laughs> that's that's how easy we are, right? <laughs> go on Instagram. <laughs> Let me keep saying that. Go on Instagram. It's thirst traps all day long, and we all up in the DMs going crazy. You're not leading with the logical part of your brain, Mr. Relationship Seeker. You're not leading with the logical part of your brain, Miss. I want to, you know, settle down. I'm just going to be out here and just go crazy. And my behavior is showing that I'm really not ready. Right? We go in this full circle. Are you ready? Are you qualified? Have you done those self-assessments to see? Are you ready? And sometimes, as you know, I'm the life coach. Sometimes you need a third party to work through it with you. I offer a service just for people who want to get themselves prepared to date. I have a service called Am I Ready to Date? You got to think about these things. Because once again, a lot of us don't even have the tools to even move forward in that. We just winging it. We winging it and we 55 and still winging it. We still don't know. It's a whole bunch of trauma and disaster and you know behind you and you moving forward and you still haven't learned how to fix it. Sometimes you need somebody to come in and do a tune-up on that car. Think about it. And because at the end of the day, as a human, no matter what relationships, life, business, whatever, you should always be on a self-improvement journey. You should always be updating that resume, right? So that when you go into a situation where you got to show who you are with your behavior, then the person that's receiving those qualifications says, yes, oh, that's on my list. Yep, 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 yep. So think about that, guys. And what I'm going to do now is it's 830 now. We're going to close out. But I want you guys to really think about that. And I also want you guys to um, do this for me. I'm going to show you where you can find me. Well, first and foremost, the website right here has everything you need. I have a relationship gumbo podcast. Let me show you that real quick. If I can. If it'll let me. There we go. We already have, I believe, an intro episode and two regular episodes, and, and we're about to add this one in as a bonus, but I got some great topics coming up. Like I said, we're going to do a deep dive into communication in the month of February. I'm going to try to do every show about a different aspect of how we communicate with each other because a lot of us don't have the tools. I'm on literally, I want to say I'm not everywhere, but I'm on most places where you can get a podcast. You can even... Go on Alexa and say, hold on one second, let me go back. This tripped me out when I did it because I didn't know. You can say, Alexa, play podcast relationship gumbo and the thing pop right up on the on the fire stick or any device you have. So just go in and listen and just get the get the information, get the tools. 
<laughs> um, Prentice from Facebook says card logic dating app. I'm not, I'm not trying to get into the dating app game, but I am into, um, dating coaching and relationship coaching. I try, I, I wanted to do the app thing. Um, but it was a little involved for my taste. So my website acts as my app for now. <laughs> and maybe one day I'll get into that. Um, but I got like about 80 to 90% of the way there. And I was like, this is just, it's a lot right now. My time and just get it together just wasn't there, but maybe somewhere down the line. Um, I'm not trying to hook people up. I'm just trying to get you prepared that when you meet each other, the hookup happens naturally. That's my job. <laughs> I'm here to give you the tools and then I'm going to send you out in the world and you're going to be prepared for anything that comes your way. Right. And I'm going to say this again. A lot of us were not shown what a relationship is supposed to look like and how, you know, we're supposed to be as a man or as a woman. And so we get into these things and we're winging it and it's destructive. We don't know how to communicate. So we get mad and we go hide and we get mad and we go drink and we get mad and, and the compounds itself and we arguing. And now your beautiful wife looks like the enemy because you haven't released it. Right. <laughs> and like I always tell <laughs> everybody, you want to love more than you hate because walking around with that hate will drain your soul. And you definitely don't want that in your household. Because then, you, then you're the guy that's sitting out in the driveway for 30 minutes because you just don't even want to go in there. And then you're the woman in the house like, when is this bastard going to come in the house? I know he's sitting in the driveway. <laughs> he need to come get this damn trash. He need to come in here and show me some attention. Whatever it is, you got to figure that out. If you need to go talk to somebody, do that. I'm talking about by yourself. So I'm going to get off my little soapbox, but I get passionate about these things because me being the engineer and the analytical human behavior expert, I'm watching these, these train wrecks happen right in front of my eyes. And I'm like, no, go left, go left, go left. No, don't do that. And, and the, the communication ends up being like the source of like 95% of it because you don't want to engage the person that you're supposed to love. You don't want to engage them because you don't want to hurt their feelings. You don't want to be in an argument. You got to be able to sit down and have some non-judgmental you know, communication and, and just say, look, you may hear some stuff that you might not like, but this is how I feel. And the other person is supposed to be able to sit there and receive it. <laughs> Y'all need to catch that because I know... <laughs> That this is where a lot of us live. We live in, I'm going to jump on this real quick and then I'm really going to get out of here. <laughs> when you dodge the confrontation with the person that you love and you curb the way you communicate with them based on how you think they're going to react. With the person that you say you love. And if you go into my podcast, I had a whole show about what you transform into. You transform into a man or a woman 
who now cannot be yourself in a relationship because all you are is a person who maneuvers through the maze of confrontation. And now you can't even talk to the person. Now you, um, like, let's, I'm going to give you a quick example, right? You know how sometimes when you're in a relationship and you want to go hang out, like we talk about guy, you want to hang out with the fellas, right? You go to a bar or somewhere like that, right? There's women in there, other men, whatever. You go in there and you have a good time. And let's say a lady comes up to you and say, hey, you, you're handsome. How are you? And you say, I'm good. I'm here hanging out with my fellas. I'm married. And you go home and the wife says, so did you have fun with the guys? Anybody try to holler? You know, you handsome and all that. And you say, yeah, this lady, if one lady did try to holler at me, but I, you know, I brushed her off. And then the woman might say, oh, so you going to let somebody holler at you? You know what? Forget this. Guess what that person's going to do the next time they go out? And they come back and she asked that question. It sounds like this. So how was your how how was the the uh the the bar with the fellas? Oh, it was all right. It was actually pretty whack. We was just standing around. <laughs> I had a glass of water. It, it wasn't nothing. Don't even worry about it. Guess what that type of conversation looks like after five years? The whole person that you, open person that you were with the person you love no longer exists. You've transformed into something else. And now you have to base your loving relationship based on you wearing a mask every day. <laughs> and a reference back to my other podcast, who are you? And so the other the other person that doesn't even know that you're doing that, they think everything is cool because you're showing them what they want to see. You're not showing them you. You're showing them the mask version of you. And you're supposed to have a relationship that lasts 60 years on a lie. I'm going to come all the way back here <laughs> and I want you to catch it. <laughs> catch it. Please catch it. Because this is the path to a lot of those different destructive things that causes the relationships to break up. You got to look at the communication because even if you have the most beautiful, like as a man, you got this most beautiful woman in, on the planet in your eyes and you're like, oh my God, this is my baby. And the world says, oh my God, you're such a cute couple. And then you break up one day and they're like, and the guys are like, man, why you leave her? She fine as hell. But what they don't see is that when you have hundreds of unresolved arguments, you no longer see that person as your beautiful wife. You see them as the last 30 arguments. And now you don't want to talk. Now you don't want to have sex because they're the embodiment of something that's the opposite of peace for you. So now you got to be like, I think I'm going to stay after work a couple hours. Think I'm gonna go hang out with the fellas every Friday for the rest of the year. Because you're on a quest for peace. And that peace is supposed to get the majority of that from your house, from your wife, from your family. And you're going out there to find it because it's not there anymore. 
because you did not resolve the issues. So I'm going to leave you with that and I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I know I kind of went on a tangent, but I know when I do that, I know there's somebody listening that needed to hear that. I know for absolute fact somebody need to hear that tonight. So I'm going to get off of here and I will. Thank you for listening. And if no one's told you today, I appreciate you. Don't forget to go to www.mrcarlogic.net for all your goodies, apparel, and life coaching. See you next time. Have a great day.